Shalom Aleichem, Mishnah continues. We're in chapter 2 of Moed Koton, Mishnah 2, or base, base. And you'll see this Mishnah is a continuation of the topic we began yesterday, which was when someone was doing an intensive production, like squeezing his oil, pressing his oil, his uh, olives into oil, and he couldn't complete that action before Yom Tov and before Cholomoed. There are certain situations where he's allowed to complete it, on Cholomoed, even though it's it's a big avoda, it's a big tircha, it's a lot of work. So Mishnah Beit adds a case, v'chen, and also, mishahaya yeno betochabor, his wine was in the bore, the pit, that's the lower reservoir. There's an upper place where you tread on the grapes, you, you get people to step on the grapes or squish them, and then the liquid flows down into the bore below, which is like a cistern, and then from there, they need to fill it up into barrels, and seal the barrels, it's a lot of work. So before Yom Tov, before the first days of Yom Tov, the first days of the holiday, he had already pressed the wine, the juice is sitting in the boar, ve'ero avul. And Nebuch, he lost a family member, he has to be in a velis, he can't continue the work. O onus, or some unforeseen situation, made it impossible for him to continue. O shehit uhu polim or he had contracted with workers and they never showed up or they broke the contract or they were unable to do the work and actually get the wine into the barrels and sealed up and prevented from spoiling. If you leave the wine in the cement pit too long, it's going to start to spoil and ferment in an unpleasant, non-useful way. So the Mishnah rules, so now on Cholomoed, Zolef Vigomer Vigaf Kedarko. He can fill up all the barrels and finish the the uh, the work and seal the barrels in the normal fashion. Divrei Rabbi Yossi. This is the opinion of Rabbi Yossi, who's lenient, as we saw also yesterday, by pressing the olives. Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda says, Ose lo limudim. He should actually put be, put uh, boards on top of the pits so nothing falls in and to delay fermentation and delay spoilage. So it shouldn't turn to chometz. Chometz is also vinegar. We don't want it to spoil Rabbi Yehuda says, listen, he could put some boards on top and prevent spoilage and delay it a little bit uh, instead of doing this big avoda, this big tircha during Cholamoid. In both cases, the halacha is like Rabbi Yossi, where Mekel to allow him to finish the work normally during Cholamoid because it's a big loss. Now we bring both cases, the Mefarshim explain, because the, um, the olive oil is much more expensive. So you might have thought that in such a case, even Rabbi Yehuda would agree uh, so we bring in both cases, they're consistent across the board, but we do Pascha and the Grebiosi. You shouldn't need the Psak Lamaisa, everyone should have their, their olives and their grapes taken care of before Yom Tov. Now Mishnah Gimel teaches, Machnis Adam Peirotav Gnavim. You could bring in your produce, if you have a pile on the field, you could bring it in on Cholomoed because thieves might get into it. Now this is also true in Baltimore, where many of us live, that you should not leave out bicycles and, uh, you know, power tools, yard tools and the like. It can attract the Ganavim. In fact, here the Aguda, uh, one of the uh, rabbinical uh, bodies here, released a statement that even during Yom Tov and Shabbat, if there is an issue where there's, a, you know, some sus- very suspicious activity going on that looks like a robbery or, God forbid, somebody is the victim of a robbery or an assault, that you should immediately call the police, call Shomrim, and inform them, because if there are Ganavim or Gazlanim who are victimizing one person, chances are they will victimize other people. So there's a side of pikuach nefesh, that you might be preventing 
robberies, injuries, and crimes to other people by making that phone call on Shabbat or Yom Tov. The Mishnah goes on, Veshole Pishtano Mina Mishre, you can take out your flax from where it's soaking in the flax soaking pond, Bivil Shalo Tavid, so it does not get ruined. If you soak your flax too long, as we all know, it's no longer usable. But you can't plan to do this on Cholamoed. So for instance, if you know that the flax will take 10 days to soak, you can't plan that 10 days to start, so it's going to fall on Cholamoed when you're out of the office and you'll deal with your flax. You can't do it on purpose. It's just if it's going to sit there and it's going to get ruined on Cholamoed, then you can pull it out, but you can't plan to use Cholamoed as an opportunity to do this kind of thing. The Kulan and all of the such activities in Kivno Melochtan Bamod, if somebody, you know, starts a process on purpose before Cholamoed, knowing that they're going to have to finish it during Cholamoed so they don't come to a loss, Yovedu, let them lose it. Because again, we don't schedule labor to have to occur on Cholamoed. The Bartner says the Beit Din, the court, the rabbinical court of the city, could declare such things ownerless, and other people could take them. That would be like the preventative measures. People don't come to do such a thing. Yashar Koach, a good mode, and a happy Hoshana Rabbah.